0: everybody, it's the Title IX Podcast on the Cycling Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Steph Copley, joined by Elisa Woods, and we, of course, are here tonight thanks to our friends at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State who sponsor this podcast. So, shout out to the Ivy College of Business. Elisa, that's your turn. Shout them out. You? <laughs> thank you for that. Cuckoo.
1: We haven't agreed on a shout out yet.
0: <laughs> Those are pretty good, though, on the spot. Okay, I'm impressed. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So we, if you've been listening to our podcast, you know that we tend to record every two weeks. So every other week. Um, And back in January, Elisa and I sat down and decided that last week, which was the week we would have recorded, we'd skip. So that tonight when we sat down we could talk about the men's and women's NCAA brackets. But as we all know, the last couple of days have been wild. We have no brackets, we have no tournament, and we have no sports. We have March sadness. March sadness it is. And if you're listening to the pod, you're probably a sports fan, and you don't need us to go through this in any detail. Or you're my mom. I was just going to (laughs) say, or you're our friends and family. And you know that we're heartbroken, and you know why, because we've already complained to you. So we don't need to go through that part of it. Again, to make all of us cry. But I just wanted to take a second. If you've been watching us on Twitter, you know that Cyclophenetics committed to bringing you content over the next couple of weeks and hopefully not months, but we'll see. Um, and if you saw Chris's tweet last night, all of the staff has been trying really hard to get creative, do some outside the box things. Um, and I think there's some really fun stuff coming up. So it's my understanding that Jay and George Condit Sr. just recorded a podcast before we came in. And I think that's dropping on Wednesday. And of course, that'll be super entertaining. Yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to that. Me too. That's, that'll be top of the list. Um, I know that Jared's working on some writing. I'm doing a feature on Sammy Williams that's going to um, hopefully come out this week and maybe another um, softball feature next week from me. And then uh, Jared and uh, Jeff Woody did their Football and Random Things pod on Monday. I think it dropped. So there's lots of stuff coming out. and I <laughs> And hopefully I have a baby coming out. <laughs> eventually. Hopefully not in the next couple of weeks. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, whatever at this point, I sound so lazy. Like everyone's (laughs) doing something and you can can find me on Twitter. She is fantastic on Twitter. (laughs) And then the other thing I wanted to plug is every day, Chris is going to be updating the front of the website with just random links and things he's reading. And I think he called it quarantined with Chris. And I think that (laughs) Jared did some really, really special artwork to go with that. Is that right, Jared?
2: Yeah, sorry. I had to go and talk to Chris on the phone, but I did do some oh! special
0: artwork. Sorry. Oh, so Chris is more important than we are. <laughs> hmm, it's fine. Did he say to say hi? Uh,
2: no, me and him were talking about something else.
1: Did he mention us at all?
2: I don't I don't think he knew that you were here. Oh.
0: Oh, please.
2: He knew. He knew. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to guess that he didn't because I texted him about something else. That, I mean, we're working on something and then someone sent us a snarky email and I... Texted him about the fact that they'd sent us this snarky email and then he called me. So it made me assume that he probably didn't know that I was sitting in a studio where people were recording a podcast.
0: There are so many eye rolls happening at (laughs) this table right now.
2: It was actually me that sent that snarky email.
0: (laughs) They're talking about you behind your back. The email was
1: like, why do you never give me any attention? So rude.
0: Oh, well, they just gave you attention, so congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So anyway, Elisa and I are going to talk sports tonight, despite the fact that there haven't really been any sports. And we wanted to start off with some stories that are non-coronavirus related, just so for five, ten minutes, we can, you know think about something else. And one of them is actually something I want to talk about before this all hit, and it's the lawsuit that the U.S. Women's National Team has against the U.S. Soccer Federation. Did you, well, you saw it because I sent you the link. Yeah, you sent me the link. I think you sent me the original link,
1: and then you sent me the updated,
0: you've sent me all the links. All right, so let's just set the stage here. We all know that they're in a lawsuit, and last week there were some legal filings on behalf of the U.S. Soccer Federation that honestly argued that women should be paid less because they are quote less skilled that the men face quote more hostile crowds and that the men have quote more responsibility than the women's national team.
1: That reminds me of a meme that I saw and it was like, um, men, men tend to go for higher paying jobs, like doctor and lawyer, while women go for lower paying job, like female doctor, <laughs> female
2: lawyer.
0: Right. And I'm just going to paraphrase, I'm going to kind of quote slash paraphrase one of the paragraphs that I thought was worse, the uh, worst out of the entire pleading. And it said, the point is that the job of a men's national team player requires a higher level of skill based on speed and strength than does the job of a women's national team player. And I. This struck me because my sister-in-law played collegiate soccer at U.N.I. and she's she was very upset about this, and she made the comment, "It's the same game. We all have the same skills. It's soccer." And I and you know when you put it that simply, it's true. And I just we are obviously very upset about it. And then I took a step back, and the truth is, as a lawyer, sometimes you have to make some uncomfortable arguments, and. People often refer to them as creative arguments. But as one of my um, friends, who's also a lawyer, said, if you get creative, you better have the goods to back it up. And I think this is the problem in this case. The men's national team has not been as successful as the women as of late, and they don't have the goods to back it up. It's true. They don't have
1: the the names, and honestly, they and the just success. don't have yeah, and the recognition, really that the women's team has had.
0: And on top of that, and maybe this is the part that bothered me the most, is if you're going to make that argument, which we can debate whether it's appropriate argument or not, but you need to do it in a respectful way. Because it's true, sometimes you just have a case that's not good. And when you do that, you need to do it in a way that is palatable and the phrasing and the verbiage that they used was offensive and it was sexist and sponsors noticed. Yeah. And people um started pulling out. And guess what? Once the money was involved, suddenly it got their attention. Yeah. And they fired the law firm that the, that had been representing them. Um they said the filing, quote, did not reflect the values of our federation or our tremendous adoration of the women's national team. And my problem with that is you put your name on the damn thing. Right. You approved it and you sent it out. Right. So how can you say that? Know the room, guys. Right.
1: If you're going to say eventually that it didn't reflect how you feel, you it should have not reflected how you felt At when it came out. Right. Yeah.
0: And and the other problem I have with it is the law firm that did it is one of the largest uh, employment law law firms in the country. They they should have known better. Yeah. And then Megan Rapinoe came out and was asked about it and she said Um, you know, that to see the blatant misogyny and sexism as the basis of their argument was really disappointing. But then she pivoted and she went on like a two minute rant about how it's all false. And as a woman or a a girl, you are not lesser because you are a girl. And I thought that was a really neat way for her to handle it. And that instead of focusing on what the pleading said, she used it as a moment, a teaching moment for girls. And she's just wonderful. I know you love her. I really do. I (laughs) I love it. But yeah, so I just had to get that off my chest. It's been sitting there for a while. So It's a good one. Yeah, I guess. It's not a good one, but you know what I mean. No,
1: it's a a poignant one. Yes.
0: Yeah. And I don't know what's going to happen with that case. Um, It looks like they're trying to settle, but I don't... I don't know. I mean, it's going to unfold in the next couple of weeks and months. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's something sports related. So it is. Yeah. And I'll follow it. Sports related and gender related and lots of all relevant topics related. All the things that we really love. That's right. <laughs>
1: Go ahead. The only thing that I was going to talk about was Rick Pitino. (laughs) So hard pivot.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, it is a hard pivot. You're right. Hard
1: pivot. Um, Yeah. Hard. pivot. (laughs) But so Rick Pitino was hired as the head coach of Iona. And that is only interesting to me because my brother went to Iona. And so I kind of follow their basketball team. In the last um, eight years or so, they've made the NCAA tournament maybe four times. Uh, one of those, they, they played us. I was just going to say, didn't we play Iona? Yeah. 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 Um, so I'll get into that. But okay. He is the only sorry. coach. No. Don't. Don't get ahead of me here.
2: I only, just anxious
1: to talk to people. I only, I only brought a certain amount of notes, Steph. <laughs> I can't have you stepping on them. All right. Talk really oh, slow. Okay. and I'm sorry. No, it's okay anyways he's the only coach to lead three different schools to the final four providence kentucky and louisville uh let's see june 2017 obviously the ncaa suspended him five games for his lack of oversight in the escort sex scandal involving (laughs) recruits what a fun Um, thing to say right and now he's going to a private catholic school um sports are great yeah it's weird how these catholic schools really will do anything to win
2: (laughs) baylor
0: (laughs) They're a Christian university. They're not a Catholic no, school. Baptist
2: school, isn't it? It's
0: a Baptist, oh, no. I think. Google it.
2: I'm not that worried about it.
1: Either way, it's always, and as a Christian myself, I will tell you that some of the meanest people come from the Christian schools. I'll just put that right there. Do you think there. it's the money? I think it's the recruiting. Like they can do whatever they want, and people turn a blind eye to it. I'm, I guess I'm talking about like high school right well, now. I, yeah, I am too. Cause that's who I right. interact with. And it's just like, it's recruited. You recruited all these players. They weren't Catholic, you know, Dowling. I'm sorry, but nobody on your football or basketball teams actually Catholic.
0: <laughs> I feel like that may be a slight
1: overreach. <laughs> Absolutely. None of them are zero
0: speaking absolutes. for the yeah. rest
1: of <laughs> It's a proven fact, scientific, Canada signed off
2: on it, okay. so. Okay,
0: well, I'm going to leave you out hanging on that one. How,
2: how'd you guys get here? How'd you get to this point?
0: Where have you been, Jared? Oh,
2: I was like, I drove <laughs> Well, no, like, what, what, how did you go from Rick Pitino to talking about Dowling?
1: Um, Catholic.
2: Because, is Iona a Catholic school? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yes, Iona is a Catholic school. Uh, my brother is not Catholic. So how did he end up there? Um, <laughs> Wait. Was he recruited? He was recruited, not even to like play any sort of sports. They were just trying to recruit Midwest white people. And I because mean, we need recruiting. Right. Everyone who was going to Iona for was from the East Coast. And so they were trying oh. to get some more like Midwest. But he got a scholarship that I'm sure that he was very qualified for. Um but just such a random school to offer him a scholarship. And I think they were just trying to broaden into the Midwest and bring some of the Midwest to the East Coast. But yes, anyways, he went there. I I went and visited once. It was delightful. I slept on the couch of a house of like 10 boys, took the train into into the city every day. I spent 10 days there and it was far too long, far too long to sleep on the couch of 10 college boys when I was not in college. Anyways, so um, Patino is returning to the East Coast. Um, Iona is in New Rochelle, New York. I was just going to ask that. I yes. didn't know that. New Rochelle, New York, uh, just a short uh, train ride away from the city, I found out. Um, and uh, honestly, Iona, they, I think they have a decent basketball team. I think he's coming into what is a decent basketball team, a decent basketball team that can't get fast past the first round of the NCAA tournament. But I I don't, I mean, he's not inheriting a team that's never
0: been to the tournament. My favorite part of all of this is just the timing of it all. I mean,
2: (laughs) it's been quick, hasn't it?
0: You can't like, If you're going to hire a guy who has a, you know, escort sex scandal at a Catholic or a Christian university, there's no better time than a worldwide (laughs) pandemic. Right. It's pretty great.
2: Do you guys know the other good, funny Rick Pitino story? No, but will you tell us? He's notorious for uh, being fast. That's all all I'll say. That (laughs) came out in a public deposition. That's why I said it was quick, wasn't it? I get it. it. I get it. Okay. Well... (laughs) Iona has a really Dude, what high do you mean about has a really high acceptance rate. Uh, they accept like 95% of the kids that apply there. So basically it's just like, we'll take anyone. If you anyone can breathe. Anyone wants to come here. If you can breathe and you can uh, read, then we'll let you in.
0: I mean, not everyone can read, so I guess there's something.
2: Well, I guess I didn't confirm that you had to read, but. <laughs> I mean, sex scandal,
1: whatever. We'll let you in. The
0: timing was pretty great. <laughs>
1: Anyway, so he's got a solid team to build on. Um, he, he has been with a Greek professional team since 2018. So, I mean, he's been coaching, coaching. Right. And he's not coming into it cold, I guess. But whatever. In 2016, Iona played Iowa State in the first round of the NCAA tournament. And I remember this because my brother went to Iona – I went to Iowa State. And so I remember being like, yeah, it's going to be like a family feud. Honestly, my brother didn't care. I don't even know that he knows (laughs) that they had a basketball team. So some feud it was. I know that he knows they have a swimming team because one of his friends was on the swimming team. But there's a good chance he has no idea that basketball is a sport that is played. Does he listen to this podcast? Oh, no. Okay, well, absolutely not.
0: So basically when you called him dumb earlier, <laughs> he's
1: not going to hear that. Listen, he's smarter than me, so I'll put that one out there. Fair enough. I was, although they accept everyone at Iona, they may have not accepted me. Who knows? I don't believe that. You're a wonderfully intelligent young woman. Incredibly intelligent. Yes. Anyways, it wasn't fun to taunt him though, because he just didn't care. And then I was like, okay, who are my parents going to pick? You know, and they, they They didn't didn't really care either. either, So it wasn't, it wasn't as fun as I kind of built it up to be, but Iowa State won 9481, I mean, Niang had 28, Monte had 20, Nader had 19. And then uh, we eventually got beaten the sweet, sweet 16 by the number one, Virginia. And then they lost to number 10, Syracuse, who got blown out of the water <laughs> by North Carolina, who eventually lost to
0: Villanova. For so I feel like we could have won. You it. said that all in one breath. I, I am very impressed. As winded as you've been, this pregnancy, that was the, that was the most impressive thing I've seen you done in, do in weeks. Listen, I just got a little bit excited. because I feel like we could have won it. Well... There were a few times I feel like we could have won it. If we
1: could have just gotten past Virginia, I just, I didn't feel like Virginia was very strong. We could have beat Syracuse. We probably could have beat North Carolina. Why are
0: you doing this to people right now? People need good news and you're bringing up really unfortunate memories of the past. This
1: is just an alternate universe that I choose to live in that we (laughs) won the 2016 tournament.
0: I do that with the George uh, broken foot. Oh yeah. 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 In my mind, they'll always be that way.
2: Did you guys, what? No, I've gotten down a rabbit hole and it's becoming really <laughs> weird to me that like the most expensive schools in the country, I mean, not like the Harvards and things like that, but the liberal arts schools are all the ones that let most, the most people in. It's, it's because like, oh, do- we just want your money. Right. It's, like, it's not about anything <laughs> I mean, other than the, just getting true. your money. <laughs> that's yeah. true. What did you Google? Uh, well, I, okay. So I Googled Iona and then I saw what their acceptance rate was and it looked really high. So then I was like, okay, well, I wonder how that is in comparison to other acceptance rates. I can tell you the accept- acceptance rate at Harvard is 4.5%. 4. 4.5%.
0: 4. Yeah.
2: But this uh, website, educationcorner.com has three, <laughs> frequents. 10, <laughs> it's on his favorite, favorite, 12, staff, 14. <laughs> There's 15 schools in the country that let in literally everyone who applies.
0: Wow. Are any of them law schools? Or are these
2: just undergraduate <laughs> institutions? Uh, I don't know. I mean, do you want to go to the university of Pikeville law school?
0: I don't think I do. I was just curious, but I, I would like to know if my lawyer went there.
2: I'm pretty confident that Wayne State does not have a law school. I guess I don't know that for sure. I don't know that for, for sure, sure either. But I know some people who went to Wayne State.
0: Jared, do you think one time on the podcast we could just open up your browser history and look at all the things you've Googled? <laughs> uh,
2: no, I don't Google weird things. I mean, they would be weird. To most people. Yeah, but like I could explain why yeah. I was Googling them. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be like you're going to find well okay there was the other day i was i did was google something one time. no i did google something because i was because is. i was messing with i was messing with chris and i googled <laughs> something weird just because i was messing with chris but that did it right. work
0: i mean did you have, did yeah you, i
2: mean i just sent him a picture
0: he i know just, what you said okay all right you don't need to go on
2: if Egg. you know you know yeah. <laughs> yeah if you know you
0: know <laughs> if you know alisa actually emoji.
2: <laughs> if you know you know i don't know
0: all right we'll have to tell you afterwards okay okay
2: Everybody's seen this picture. Yeah. I swear. Everybody on earth. It's like the one picture that every human being on <laughs> earth has seen.
0: And, and if you see it, you can't unsee it. So you, that's why Jared is saying, if you know, you know, Oh, yeah, maybe I don't want to see it. No, you don't. Do it's,
2: you want me to show it to no! you?
0: No. Cause you just told us you didn't Google inappropriate things and you're about to, is it going to be G Rose? Well, I think it depends on what you consider. Okay. It's this guy. Let's pass
1: on. I have never seen that before. <laughs>
0: Okay, just to, to, and if I were in a courtroom right now, I would ask the court reporter to let the record reflect that Elisa has her hands against the wall to hold herself up right now before she falls off of the chair. She, and I just want everyone to know, before we started recording, Elisa, because she is pregnant and she's just pregnant at this point. Massive. Had a really difficult time getting up on her chair. So if she falls off this chair, we're in big trouble. Here's the
1: thing. is It's a very tall it chair. It is. It's a tall and chair. When,
0: if you don't get... You have to hop up. If you don't get
1: both <laughs> buns on at the same time, if you're one bun off, then it's going to fly out from under you. But she did it all on her own. I'm very proud of Unfortunately, her. Unfortunately, the first time I was one bun off.
0: Off, so, Jared and I just sat here and watched. It's we didn't true. even offer. No, and then don't. and then when Alisa was on, Jared goes, "I think those chairs go down."
1: Yeah, once I already got on here, and then I think you offered me a boost. Like I did. I don't know if anybody's ever seen Steph and I, but I don't think she's <laughs> gonna give me a boost while I'm eight and a half months pregnant.
0: Uh, you don't know what these pipes can handle. I've done a lot of burpees over the last okay, year.
1: Well, it's this is a big baby. <laughs> they've told me so.
0: Anyways, what's up, Jared? Nothing. You look no, like just, you want to say something.
2: No, I, uh, aren't you glad glad that I'm here and not Chris? He yeah. will never <laughs> let this thing go off the rails no. like that.
0: I'm just <laughs> Did you listen to the one we did with Chris? It was pretty off the rails. Um,
2: it was. Uh, yeah, but,
1: but thanks for showing me your screensaver, so um
0: <laughs> I'll never forget that one. Oh, also Jared did not bring us snacks. Oh, snap.
2: Sorry, I don't uh I only buy things that I need in the grocery store now.
0: Oh, he's doing it for the greater good. What are we supposed to say to that? There's
1: nobody in Cold Stone right now. You could have swung (laughs) right over there. Not going in there. Picked us up a
2: (laughs) a Germ Pool. I like it or I love it. It's like if I would have rode a lime scooter in (laughs) Kansas City. (laughs) Listen, kind of idiot would do that.
0: You did, didn't you?
2: No, our intern Connor did, and when he he rode up on it, I was like, "What are you doing? Get off that thing!"
0: Who has
1: two thumbs <laughs> and sure, Clorox hotel room their with entire area? Steph and I. She offered me a Clorox wipe. Yes. Jared did not take one. No, he didn't. But
2: I mean you just wiped away my germs, so it's like I'm already sitting in my own germs up here or Fine. over here. Fine. I've been here for a while.
0: Do we have to take a break tonight?
2: Yeah. We don't have as many podcasts to do, so we got ad time to fill. All
0: right. Let's uh, do you have any more non-coronavirus related stories? No.
2: <laughs> Wait, I don't, so we're going to come back no. and only talk <laughs> about the coronavirus. Okay. Sounds I good.
0: actually have absolutely no more notes. Yes, so. you do. You have something. You, you were the one who wanted to talk about the extra year of eligibility. Oh,
1: yeah. Those notes are right up the, here. In those my, notes. I'm from
0: Minnesota. Those <laughs> notes. <laughs> those are right up in
1: my brain.
0: Okay. Well, let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about the coronavirus. Okay. <laughs>
2: Are you, are you done or is that it? All right, they'll be right back.
0: All right, we're back and we're, we left the depressing stuff till the end. And Elisa is pretending to pick her nose, so we're killing it right now. I'm she not also, pretending. She also burped right before we came on, <laughs> and Jared's threatened to keep that on the podcast. So we'll see what actually happens. Did he threaten or did he promise? Well, that's a fair question. It's really a little
2: one. Specified either way.
0: So you interpret that how you want, Elisa. It was just a little mini one. It was. But she does burp quite often before we go on and start recording. So mm-hmm. maybe one of these times you guys will all get to hear it. <laughs> so the reality is almost everything's canceled at this point. Basically, the only thing that's happening is the NFL draft. And they're doing that without fans. And in the past, I watched the NFL draft because my husband does. And I walk, you know, I follow along, but this year, man, I'm going all in because I have nothing else to care about all in. Are they,
1: I thought I heard this somewhere. Are they boating in? They
0: were before the, before the coronavirus. Is it still in Vegas? I think they're all going to do it. Vegas is canceled. Vegas Vegas is very canceled right now, which is shocking to me by the way. Right. But I don't know how the Jared, do you know how they're going to do it? I uh, kind of interpret it as they're going to all do it via...
2: Murph said on the on the news tonight that they're going to do it in Las Vegas, but I haven't done the research on that. Hmm. So,
0: But it's without... When in
2: doubt, I believe Keith Murphy.
0: That's fair. We should, that's just a model for all of us. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. I thought I saw something that said they were going to do a lot of it via video conferencing.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the point of doing it in Las Vegas would be if it's all just going to be like... Video. I mean, they could...
0: I mean, you could do probably it... Probably
2: don't even really all have to be in the same room. No,
0: you could do it pretty easily with... I mean, you could just do it with phones. Obviously, they want it on TV, but I don't know. It'll Mm. be interesting.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I I think they could probably just... All the teams are in their respective cities. Yeah, in their their draft bunkers. Their war rooms. Their war rooms. And then, uh, you know, Roger Goodell just comes out and gives his spiel. It's really unfortunate that we won't hear the
0: boos for Roger Goodell. It's one of my favorite parts. We'll hear them.
2: (laughs) We will. It'll be us doing them. (laughs) At this point... uh, Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay and all those guys will be Skyping in from undisclosed locations. Also in bunkers, like the presidential bunkers. Yeah. It'll be like, it. basically the the ESPN draft coverage will look like uh, <laughs> Tuesday night on CNN when you've got six different people uh, around right. Wolf Blitzer. And he's Breaking just, news. he's grilling each of them individually on different topics and you can't keep any, you have no idea who anybody is. It's just... You just see them all staring straight into your Wait, eyes. And what if like, we get... Something has to be happening right what now. What if
0: we get Wolf Blitzer to do the NFL draft? We don't want him to do anything. <laughs> Everybody's tired of Wolf. So I love tired. Wolf, but man.
2: Breaking <laughs> news on CNN right now. The Cincinnati Bengals. CNN can confirm will be the first pick in the NFL draft. They will take LSU's Joe Burrow. <laughs> that
0: was really good, Jared. I did not expect that out of you. Well
1: done. <laughs> And I love that they're they're going to be from undisclosed locations because if we don't know where they are, coronavirus doesn't know where they are.
2: So Hey, do not spread misinformation on this podcast, please.
0: Well, there's no fake news on this podcast, Absolutely damn it. No. And, you know, a, a I'd like a to think bunker. there's not
2: some idiot out there that would hear that and believe you and be like, hey, if I don't tell anyone where I'm at, then this virus can't find me.
0: And If that's you listening,
1: go away. And their respective bunkers, that sounds pretty sanitary, too. I'm right. sure there's no viruses running around that area.
0: No, because they can't find... The virus can't find it.
1: This is... I'm gonna confirm. Um, title Nine podcast can confirm that there will be coronavirus at the draft. What are you saying? Are you, why would you say something? I like just that? think
0: I I should, do not affiliate with the Timeline
1: podcast. I just do not think that they should go to
0: Vegas. That well, is just in my heart. Google it. Tell us what you find. Okay.
2: I'll I'll do it. You guys okay. can talk. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad sorry. that we were able to make this like a like more of a not sad and everybody's gonna cry because we're sad. um oh no that's coming the, i don't want to yeah. talk about that
0: um and no but
1: it's coming i did love that the the whole coronavirus is just a, an opportunity for every everyone you've ever given your email address every company you've ever given your email address to tell you how they feel about the coronavirus are and you weather. getting those every five. Hobby Lobby. <laughs>
0: Because I was concerned on my way over here what Hobby Lobby was doing (laughs) to curb the spread. Yes, they continue
1: to closely monitor the latest developments, so.
0: Well, thank thank God.
1: Because I was there two
0: days ago. Actually? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then that might actually matter to you. You know, I was trying to plan
1: a party that I'm going to cancel. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
0: It's okay. Okay. I figured that was the case. I just didn't want to ask because things are sensitive right now. Yeah,
1: we're canceling that.
0: We'll do it it after, after the baby's born.
1: Yeah, everybody, all my all my baby showers are canceled, so...
0: Until further notice. Yeah. They're suspended until further notice. Right,
2: so this baby's just going to wear Rosa's clothes. That's fine. Uh, so as of now, the NFL has just said that they will conduct the draft as normal, but without any fans. That is interesting. But I would imagine that within the next six weeks, that's probably not going to be the case. Right,
0: because when is the draft? What's April the day? April 23rd to okay. the 25th, so... And that's... After this, you know, what seems to be the next very important four weeks. So maybe things will slow down by then. Jared, don't look at me like that.
2: No, I mean, I'm just, I'm trying, like they've, the MLB has gone from being like, oh, we're going to play and we're going to push back two weeks to being like, we're going to push back a month. It's like, I would imagine that the NFL will get about two weeks from now and they'll be like, yeah, why don't we just like.
0: Well, especially because a lot of, like, I really think it can all be done from,
2: Roger Goodell will just announce the picks from his hotel room.
0: Yeah, let's do it.
2: (laughs) Coming to you live from Caesar's Palace. Will you
0: please just do the Wolf Blitzer voice one more time before we move on? No,
2: I don't have any calls to make right now. (laughs) They did call uh, Washington for Joe Biden earlier. I saw that. Okay. Oh, I get it. I was anyway. like, what
0: do you mean called? Okay, anyway. Um, the other breaking news today was that the Iowa High School Athletic Association, along with the Girls Athletic Union, and then the, the speech and drama and, and music associations suspended all activities to match the four weeks recommended by Governor Reynolds, which, of course, they did. Right. It was just a matter of time. And right. Yeah. But I, I will say it broke my heart for those kids because— That's what I lived for in high school. You know, that was kind of my reprieve from everything else. And that's just when you're 16, 17, 18 years old, that's hard to understand. Yeah.
1: The extracurriculars are just really like where you go to forget about math and reading. and
0: Or crappy home situations or mean girls or whatever the case is. Yeah. 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 And you just go to bond with people, like-minded people. And I think, you know... Most of us and most people listening, if you're a sports fan, you probably played sports and you have really fond memories of that. And that's just a bummer. And I understand. And I'm not suggesting it was the wrong call. It's just, I feel for those kids. I was in fashion club
1: in high school. Were you guys in any random clubs? (sighs) Let me
0: think about that. We made, we made duct tape, um, wallets wallets in fashion club. I wasn't in random clubs. I mean, I did speech and like nerdy stuff. Mm. Fashion. I know. Look at me. I was in Fashion Club. <laughs> I mean, you look very fashionable tonight. We all do, actually. We're all in sweatpants. We've just given up. We've said, screw it.
1: There's a huge hole in my shirt, and this shirt came with this hole in it, and I still wear it.
0: Well, I don't know why not. Is it comfy? Nah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, Jared doesn't care. It fits. <laughs> I mean, I stop looking at my hole. <laughs>
1: In my shirt.
0: Oh, God. The asthma is kicking up again, everybody. I should
1: have brought my (laughs) inhaler. You should have. Why don't you have that thing on you? I know. It's next to my bed.
0: Okay. Well, that's your homework.
1: 14 cups. (laughs) How many cups do you guys have next
0: to your... (laughs) I have one cup of water by my bedside at night, and then I take it downstairs promptly in the morning.
2: This is a really responsible thing to do. I'm impressed. I'm But but also not at all surprised.
0: That's... Thank you. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me.
2: I mean, are you, are, do you disagree? I don't disagree.
0: And I think we and should frankly, both- I get pissed off when my family leaves their water cups by their bedside.
1: I'm not kidding you. I have 14. Ne- that's, that's why don't not- you just grab
0: them? Like, what do you do? When How do you am just- I going to carry 14 cups? <laughs> that's why you grab them. <laughs> Thank you for proving my point. Why don't you just grab them every day? they're contaminated all right
1: (sighs) that's from the ring i think arnold tells me that no there's a little girl and she leaves water half
2: drank water everywhere and the movie the The
0: ring i don't remember that i just remember the water from uh
2: she comes from a a well i think i don't think it's half drank water
0: (laughs) what's the movie with uh joaquin phoenix where the aliens come signs no
2: no scary movie
0: it's a (laughs)
2: Anyway, that not he that in that the Joker? Yeah.
0: You okay. Um talk about the extra year of eligibility okay. thing, why I'm gonna so be this. My thoughts
1: on the extra year of eligibility for College at the very least. I mean, they're not going to give an extra year of eligibility for high school. So obviously we're talking about college. And a lot of people have kind
0: of kicked around that idea. And while oh. I understand... Stop. Before you get too far into this, it is signs. I apologize. Thank you. Yep. That's the half cups of water all around the house. You were what? right, Jared. You were right, Jared. You were right, Jared. Stop shaking your head at me. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, so one... <laughs>
1: Anyways, extra year of eligibility. I And I understand the sentiment behind it, and I feel for those seniors for sure. But giving that extra year of eligibility to the seniors is taking away opportunities for juniors, sophomores, freshmen, even incoming freshmen, juniors in high school. Somewhere down the line, someone is going to lose their opportunity to start or to even play. Yeah, I think that part of it's inevitable. Right. And so it's, it's, do you take away this last year, which is like gut-wrenching, and they've put in, you know, already four years of work, some of them five years of work, and and you're going to take away this last year, or do you take away an entire collegiate career from somebody coming in behind them?
0: But do you think it, I mean... If they're if that a senior who gets an extra year of eligibility is only there a year and then they go, I mean at that point that incoming freshman or whatever then has their shot, unless they're a senior and then I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I totally get it. It's I just don't know where I don't know how to right. draw the line. And and maybe
1: they get their shot or maybe somebody underneath them gets a shot. Right. You know, and it's there's so there's so many players who get like one year to play. You know, there's so many girls I'm thinking of, you know, that they get one or two years to start, one year to start, two years to play, you know, and we're taking away one of their years in favor of this. And I'm not saying one of them is better than the other. And they're just both there. Right. Right. And, And somebody did... I kind of brought that up and somebody tweeted like, well, easy, give them all five years. Okay. Where do you
0: stop? Because it's at some point that'll always be the trickle down. Right. Right. At
1: some point, it's somebody coming up from high school, you know, is it going to be the kid going into kindergarten this year that doesn't get this fifth year? Like, where do we stop giving everybody five years of eligibility all of a sudden? And so I think that it's, it's more than just give them an extra year of eligibility you know like it's it's there's more to it
0: i was honestly shocked at how quickly the ncaa made that decision i don't i mean it just it was within a day or two of people starting to petition for it and they basically said what the ncaa says which is we'll give you details later yeah so that part of it surprised me more than anything and i don't know how to feel about it i i see both sides of it because your heart breaks for either one of them right yeah oh absolutely
1: and i i just don't think that it's an easy decision
0: and I think it was kind of made easily. It was made quickly for sure. Yeah. yeah. Jared, what do you think about it?
2: I mean, I would think on the surface, like it seems like a no brainer type thing. But yeah, once you start to dig into it a little bit more, uh, I, can, I can see that. Um, I saw something that someone said that they should have like schools that don't have programs can start a program and they can, you know, fill their entire roster with just people that are graduating seniors or something like that. But even then, like, there's probably a lot of people that would be like, I don't want to go, like, I right. want to play those for the six. school that I'm at, you right. know? And, uh, so, I mean, I, I think the other, like, crappy thing about it is most of those spring sports are the ones that have the fewest scholarships. Yeah. I mean, where most people are on partial scholarships. Like, in baseball, you could be on a quarter spo- a scholarship. And, I mean, I think in, like, in most, or in college baseball, you have, like, 15 scholarships for your yeah. entire team. So, yeah. it's like, you got to spread them out to certain people. And... That would be, I mean, you're just either cutting it. You either need to give people more scholarships, or then you're going to have to cut people's scholarships and make them smaller to fit the number of people that you want on your team.
1: Right. it's just so tough, too. Like, this whole situation is putting graduating seniors in such a tough position. Like, you're going to lose your senior year, and then you're going into a workforce with economy probably in the tank where are you going to find a job? You know what I mean? Like it's such a tough year, probably a tough like two or three years for, for college students to be
0: getting out of college. I was thinking about that uh, last night too, just because I saw a bunch of people tweeting, you know, we're probably not going to get to graduate and well, they'll graduate, but they're not going to get a walk or celebrate. And yeah, yeah, it's uh, that's very daunting. It is definitely really daunting.
1: And I just I think about, and I think that maybe I'm just framing this in my high school sports realm, where the girl who played my position was really good, was a senior, graduated. I was gonna be a junior, and they pulled up the sophomore ahead of me to play my position, and so I I never got to really play. And I played J B. And so I think that that happened in a lot of different sports for me is that the people coming up behind me kind of jumped me a little bit. And I'm just thinking about, you know, I may have had one year of opportunity, you know, and I don't want to take that one year of opportunity away from some of these players.
0: Yeah, I I totally get
1: it. In favor of a fifth year for some
0: girls. Yeah, it's hard. I don't know the answer. I know.
1: No, I, and I'm not saying that my answer is to right. not do it. I'm just saying it's it's a... makes you think. Yeah, it really makes you think. And it makes you think about the girls. I mean, now all of a sudden your roster's full because you kept everyone from last year. It's the same exact team from last year. Well, I worked my butt off in high school to get seen by recruiters. And now all of, all of a sudden, there aren't as many opportunities for me to go and play sports. And is that where it... Is that where especially women's sports start to end? I mean, we lose we lose girls in eighth grade to sports. You know, we lose girls in sixth grade to sports. Are we now going to start to lose, you know, 11th, 12th graders to sports? I was
0: also thinking about this today. Um, when that high school news came out for in Iowa about how that's going to affect recruiting and you're losing an entire season. Yeah. And even if you play club sports, I mean, that stuff is going to be affected too. And yeah. so, I mean, and you can train on your own. I get it, but it's not the same. Yeah. So it'll be an interesting few years. And a girl that I
1: know, Nicole, she even mentioned on Twitter, like her brother, I think is a, a junior this year, and he's losing his entire um, track season, his junior track season when people are coming to see him and he's, he's and stuff like that off. you
0: can I mean that's hard to train by yourself unless you have someone who knows what they're doing within your you know tight circle of people yeah. so yeah. it's tough it's gonna it's gonna have long and long-lasting implications and training is one thing and
1: competing is yes a that's true completely different thing especially
0: on a team sport yeah definitely yeah. um what are you gonna watch now that uh you have time to watch stuff oh, 30 for 30s that yes. Jared's
1: recommending Yes, I'm going back through all of the recommendations minus OJ Simpson because it's real long. And I just need to again. If bring there was it ever again. a time, two I was just going to say one. the same this thing. Is it. I'm on Team Jared for this one. I'm just, what stresses me out about this is that I thought they were all 30 minutes. We've already been down this road. I know, but I just would like to bring it up again.
2: I thought thought that
1: all of these 30 for 30s were
2: 30 minutes long. I'll pass along your concerns to Mr. Simmons and Mr. (laughs) Schell. Please
1: do. The creators of 30 for 30.
0: I'm sure they're going to care.
2: Yeah. Just
1: highly stressed
2: about that oversight on their part. Have you guys seen how OJ's been on Twitter over like the last week?
0: Is he? I mean... No, is the answer. I haven't. I
1: think it's not one say, picture where he was spraying stuff down or wiping things down.
2: Well, I will say OJ was ahead of the curve on the whole self can uh, like social distancing thing. He took a picture of him in front of front of Costco with a mask, mask? and uh, actually no gloves on, which was I a little know. ironic. And then. <laughs> uh,
1: isn't I'm, it ironic? I'm social distancing myself from OJ Simpson. Uh, Just generally forever.
2: But then he also had a huge pallet of stuff. So okay. it's like he was also one of those ones. OJ probably has like <laughs> 600 rolls of toilet paper. OJ started
0: his oh, the gosh. toilet paper shortage. Uh, you heard it here first.
2: But then I think it was on Thursday. He tweeted out a picture of the white Bronco with all the police cars behind <laughs> it and said, running away from so, uh, from coronavirus. like No. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious.
1: Yes. Oh, we are both mouth agape right now. Wow, Whoa, man!
2: Wow. So O.J. went from handling the situation surprisingly maturely, well, like maturely, and then went to uh, the exact opposite. Yeah,
0: I think that's a fair lot to closer say. to
2: what you would expect from O.J. That's right. Yeah, like
0: similar to how you would expect me to pick up the water cups from my bedstand, you would expect O.J. to tweet a photo of the white Bronco <laughs> with police cars. Now
2: this on. is why you need, we need a whole nother, we need an addendum on the O.J. Thirty for thirty, just about his Twitter. Okay. Uh, like, I think Why don't that you tell
0: when uh, you ca- pass along Elisa's concerns to Mr. Simmons? Please right. add that along in your strongly worded email. Yeah. You know what I would like to bring up. I don't think
2: up? Mr. Simmons can do anything now. But
0: the phrase a whole. Don't doubt Mr. Simmons. <laughs> Guys, I'd like
1: to pivot. The phrase. This is something that's been bothering me for a while, and I've never brought up the phrase a whole nother. So it's another <laughs> with whole in the middle stuck in the middle
2: of it. Should
1: it be a whole other? <laughs>
2: Probably, yeah.
1: But I say a whole, a whole nother. We've stuck whole <laughs> in the middle of the word another. A whole not- nother. Another is not a word. I've never thought of this before. I
0: think about this
2: often. There's a lot of things that people say that aren't Like I, c- I could
0: care less or I couldn't care less. Right. Uh,
2: whether or not.
0: Yes, Barbara Mack drilled that into my
2: brain. Yeah, whether or not is a is not grammatically correct. <laughs>
0: If well, you ever
1: see something on you, our you guys. Twitter that's grammatically incorrect, it's going to from me.
0: It. I, in fact. <laughs> I thought Steph accidentally t- texted me. Wait, wait, me. wait. Stop, stop. Before you say it. Okay. Here's what happened. Alisa said something like burying the lead, right? Burying the lead. And you spelled lead wrong.
1: Well, I thought it was the lead story.
0: <laughs> Which is a common misconception. So it's not like you, it wasn't like a dumb mistake, but I was so, I'm so sensitive to this stuff. Yeah and she meant to text somebody else no I didn't I intentionally sent it to you I do not (laughs) I do not mess with grammar if your grammar is messed up I'm coming at you she did
1: come (laughs) for me I was afraid for my uh, thankfully she's never been to my house before surprisingly
0: Why? why were you afraid for your house what was I gonna do show up and stab you or something
1: yeah well maybe Take all my water <laughs> cups away so I had nothing to drink from.
0: I might do that. I might do that. Well, yeah, so don't mess up. If if there is a grammatical error, it was Elisa. You
1: it's can... L-E-D-E, apparently. <laughs>
0: apparently. That's, that's a whole
1: nother story.
0: Buried the lead. All right, can we talk about the sappy stuff now? Yeah. Jared, are you ready? No. Pass the tissues. Well, uh, okay, no. so Elisa and I were debating this because... At various points throughout the week, we have been, I don't know, slightly stressed out. We have been communally
1: stressed to the max.
0: And Jared has known this about me this week as well. And he has taken to sending me (laughs) sloth memes. Jared! What's up? Where are my sloth
2: here She specifically texted me and said, Hey, if you see me freaking out about the coronavirus, then send me a sloth.
0: Because you sent me one on Twitter
1: is why. Jared just stopped texting me. <laughs> it happened about three or four weeks ago and I just apparently dropped off of his favorites. I'm not in his MySpace top eight, so uh, when
2: did we text before he doesn't even know what MySpace is is the problem well i know what MySpace is
0: anyway. well anyway getting back to the story we've been slightly stressed and by slightly i mean at points i don't know bawling our eyes out
1: stressed. oh yeah
0: so we were
2: debating checking
1: my pulse often <laughs> i check my pulse when i'm watching sports but i have been checking my pulse just
0: well, randomly. we were debating on whether to talk about this because no one wants to be sad right now, no. but we've also been pretty transparent about our feelings on this darn thing. So I just want to say it's been a weird time to be an adult. Don't you feel
1: like that? This is the the strangest thing to ever happen in my lifetime. And my mom agrees in but her lifetime as well.
0: I, f- I don't feel like I'm equipped to handle this as an adult. No. As an Enneagram type
1: eight I like to control things and there's nothing here that I can control. We, we have closed the office. So now as of tomorrow, I'm working from home, which I feel like I can at least control that. I've created an entire schedule for our day. I've written a list of all of the snacks that my daughter could possibly want. (laughs) Um, That's important. I'm not, I'm laughing because I do the same thing in my head. Um, Created an entire Pinterest board of activities for her to do so I can actually work um, a first thing, 8 o'clock until 10 o'clock, she'll watch a two-hour movie, one of which is Moana. I checked. It's two hours. I, can't, so, I was just listening to Moana this morning. So Make way. So then we, Arnold and I can both check our emails. I, I have a, some semblance of control. I know exactly what we're going to eat for lunch and dinner for the next two weeks while we're at home. Uh, so-
0: as you've taken con- upon yourself yes. to find ways to control it. Yes. Yeah. So I have found ways to control it, but I still just feel so out of control. So, uh, gosh, this is the part I told you, I want to tell you about my parents, but I have to take a breath. Cause okay. It's, uh, all right. So, uh, my mom, had, oh, man. all right, I can do this. My mom had cancer several years ago and she's, she's re- recovering but she has an appointment on Wednesday and I can't go anymore. And I'm just really sad about it.
1: You can't go because the hospital won't let you go.
0: Yes. And I was, so I called my mom last night. I'm 32 years old and I just felt like I needed my mom. Yeah. So I called her and I cried and I think she probably told my dad, like stuff's going to (laughs) do stuff's on the ledge. You need to fix it (laughs) because he sent me and my sister some really nice texts afterwards to make me feel better at the end of the text conversation, he just said, sleep tight, no fright. And I just, parents are awesome. They are. And you always need them. And I just, I don't know that they listen every t- every pot, And I just wanted to tell them I love them. Aww. And I would tell them on the phone, but I don't want to sob like this. So I'm just going to sob to you guys and they can hear it <laughs> and listen later. <laughs> but it's just a weird time. And I hate it. And you know, things like not being able to go to your mom's appointment just to hear if things are okay are really hard. And I think there's going to be a lot of really hard things coming up. And so just be kind to each other and ask
1: each other if you're okay. I think that's a huge thing. Like, be kind to each other. check in on each other. Because we're going to be isolated. We're going to be lonely. We're going to be not able to go to the things that we want to go to. We're going to be... Our world is going to be upended. And... We have to care for ourselves and we have to care for our friends. You know, we, they always say like, check on the funny ones, check on the strong ones, check on all of them. Yeah. Check on everyone. I mean, put together a list of five people every day, send five different people a text just to see how they're
0: doing. And to relate this all back to sports, um, I know sports, in the grand scheme of things, is just a small speck of it, but it's always served as a very good distraction for me, and the fact that it's gone is so, so unnerving to me, and it's just weird, and I'm very excited for it to come back, and I hope it comes back sooner than later, and if it doesn't, we're going to find ways to relate everything back to sports, because that's what we do, and even if it means watching old Iowa State Big 12 uh, tournament games, which I did last night, you know? (laughs) So we'll find ways. Yes, but.
1: And I will tell you guys, like Steph is the one who, if you're having a bad day, she just knows. And she knows what's going to fix it. And she sends you a $10 gift card to go get. When your daughter's in the hospital, she sends you $10 gift card to go get whatever coffee you want to get. She, and it's not just me. I hear from other people that she does this. Like Steph is literally the most thoughtful person. And so if anybody has an opportunity on Wednesday to... Send her a note, send her a tweet, cash app, whatever. (laughs) Do it. Please do it.
0: Oh, except your cash, Cash, your checks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Write it out to Steph or Elisa, and I promise she'll get it.
0: Oh my god, I've messed coming down my face and somehow I'm laughing, I'm sweating. Oh. This is a hot mess. Jared won't make eye contact with that. He's <laughs>
1: going through he's going through his uh Instagram, which is a sign that maybe there's some stress happening over there. When
0: he's looking at the picture you showed Lisa earlier. His screensaver. <laughs> Oh, is it? You think
1: it's appropriate for me to read that thing that I sent you today?
0: Yeah. It's kind of
1: long. Are
0: do you, you, here do you for have anything it, to say before Elisa reads it? Uh, no. Okay. Okay.
1: So this is just something that I thought I, I saw and I've been talking some to some other people and it's just, this is a time to schedule self-care. This is a time to check in on your mental health which we all know is something that I talk about a lot. Mental health is huge. There are people that are going to go into depression you know, during this time. There are people that are gonna have anxiety during this time and those are real things. And so we just need to come together and we need to remember what it's like to take care of ourselves and even if we're isolated. So this says, and the people stayed home and read books and listened and rested and exercised and made art and played games and learned new ways of being, and were still, and listened more deeply. Some meditated, some prayed, some danced, some met their shadows, and the people began to think differently, and the people healed. And in the absence of people living in ignorant, dangerous, mindless, and heartless ways, the earth began to heal. And when the danger passed, and the people joined together again, they grieved their losses, and made new choices, and dreamed new images, and created new ways to live and to heal the earth fully, as they had been healed. And that's Kitty O'Meara. I don't know who that is, but I think that it was well said. And I think that this year started out, just personally, it started out with The people from KXNO getting laid off. And that was hard. And this community came together. Yeah, that was really special. Yeah, and came together in the name of sports. And then Kobe died. And just here in this room, we came together and we talked about it and talked about what it meant to us. And now... Sports have been basically taken away from us, but they haven't really been taken away from us because they live in our hearts, which sounds so cheesy, but that's how we're all three connected is these sports. And that's how we're gonna continue to be connected. And now that the, the veil of sports has been taken away, now we can understand how we're connected emotionally and spiritually, and we can kind of get to know each other in a deeper way. And so I appreciate you sharing
0: that about your mom. Yeah. So send good vibes my way. All the good vibes. <laughs> okay. All right. I feel like that's a perfect way to end it. So go Cyclones. <sighs> go State. We'll see you in a couple weeks. <laughs>